Lekutah Sichah is Chelek Yud Ches, Parsha Ba'aloi Sichah Sichah Dalet. When he gave Pesach Sheni is Bavust, the word from Rebbe, in regards to Pesach Sheni is well known the uh, dictum of the Friediger Rebbe, Pesach Sheni in Yone is. The, uh, what is the idea the, of Pesach Sheni, the message of Pesach Sheni? It says, that there is, it's never too late. Man ken alumo farichten, there's always an opportunity to fix the problem. I feel the because the uh, the pasuk in regards to Pesach Sheni says that even somebody that was tame, somebody who is in a distant place, meaning these are also spiritual places. A person is tame, a person is far from where he should be. On a lachem, and even if it is as the pasuk says lachem. Which means he did it willingly. He did it out of his, by choice. It was his own choice to become tamei to be far. From Desveg and Kemem still it's possible to fix the issue. The Darfim Fashtein. So then we have to understand. Hein Emes Adin Yonu Bibiorim Fuptimi Satayis Anul Falim Late Ein Day and Nigla Deteira. It might be true that explanations that come through Pneumius HaTayra, through Chesidus, through the inner dimension of Taira, sometimes the message is from one opinion on the matter. And from that opinion we, we learn a lesson. Even if the uh, final halacha is not like that opinion, it's like the other opinion, but still the message it comes from the opinion which is not the final halacha. Varum and that this could be true varum because in Taira either uh, opinion is part of Taira. And one needs to and must make Birchas Taira before they learn the opinion of Beishamai, which is not the final Allah. Even though the rule is that Beishamai in the place of Beis Hillel is not considered to be the... the uh, it's not even a Mishnah, meaning to say that it doesn't... It's, it's not considered to be the valid opinion. But still, and therefore you have to, it's part of Torah, you have to make a bracha. So therefore, it's, uh, you can take a message from the opinion of Beishamai too. So in Chesidus, the message can come even from the opinion which is not the final halacha. Even so, even as we understand this idea, is the chiyum to geyser would still be much better, much gishmaker. If the message from, that we find the chsidis on this matter will go, will also work according to the opinion which is the final halacha. Especially in our case, especially in the case of Pesach Sheni, where the Friedrich Rebbe's expression was the message of Pesach Sheni. In other words, that this is, defines what Pesach Sheni is about. So it would make more sense, much more sense, if that was indeed the halacha of Pesach Sheni. Which leads to the question: Because we can understand, according to the opinion that says that Pesach Sheni is a makeup, it gives you the opportunity to make up what was missed in the first Pesach. If you, somebody missed the uh, Pesach, uh, the carbon Pesach, 
is moving, was man sagt, wenn ich gehe, Pesach Sheni, in Jani ist, als nicht stark im Verfahren. So then it's understood that what the message of Pesach Sheni, that it's never too late. Man can always fix the problem because a problem occurred, somebody missed the carbon Pesach of the first Pesach, and therefore he gets the opportunity to fix it. Also, according to the other opinion, which says that it is an immediate fix for the problem, there's uh, three opinions about Pesach Sheni. One is that it's a when somebody misses Pesach, uh, the carbon Pesach, he immediately is Chayev Karas, and then he has Tashlumin. He has, however, a means to fix it and remove the Chayev of Karas. That's Tashlumin. Then there is Takanta, which means if you miss the carbon Pesach on the first uh, Pesach, there is an immediate option two. You get option two, which is do it on Pesach Sheni, you can do it then. Meaning to say there is no chorus unless the second Pesach passes. And then you didn't do it, so then you, the person would be Chayev Chorus. But the Chayev Chorus only sets in later. That's the difference between Tashlum and Takanta. In other words, they're both really fixing the missed opportunity of the first uh, of the carbon Pesach on the first Pesach. As the Torah that the Torah gave you the immediate solution of how to fix the fact that you missed the first Pesach by doing Pesach Sheni, but Pesach that if he didn't that even if he didn't it wasn't Makar of the first carbon Pesach, Bemezid, he still could do it on Pesach Sheni. There is the immediate option too. Uh, so it, it's understood according to these two opinions. It's a makeup for the missed opportunity of Pesach Rishon. Of das Rebbe, but according to the opinion of Rebbe, Vasazoi is the Allah, which is the final Allah. In fact, as Pesach Sheni is that Pesach Sheni is actually an independent yontif, which is not really a. It's not really a, just a makeup of Pesach Rishon. It has its own status as a yomtiv and as a time for bringing a carbon Pesach. When Ein Hasheni Toliberishin that the second Pesach is not really dependent on the first Pesach and that it has its own obligation to bring a carbon like any other Yom Tov, which has carbonists that are associated with it um, and that's what Pesach Sheni is of course there are conditions for instance there is no need to bring a, a second carbon Pesach if you already brought one in the first, carbon, the first Pesach but still it has its own independence so then according to this opinion, how could you say as in Yonah is as Nishtokim Fafal that the whole idea and the concept of Pesach Sheini is that there is n- it's never too late. That you can always fix it. Pesach Sheini is not about fixing. It has its own importance, its own status and it's not just about fixing what happened in Pesach Rishon. So then how does that fit with the Friedrich Rebbe's dictum? Number two. Base. is this concussion on the basic simple level that's not really a question. Because even according to the opinion of Rebbe that Pesach Sheni is a Yom Tavan to itself, is the Taich from Pesach Sheni Dafke Venerat Nishmak Givem Berishin. 
is the chiyuv. Is so the obligation of bringing a carbon on Pesach Sheni is only if you did not bring a carbon Pesach on the first Pesach. That if, we go so far as to say that if somebody already brought a carbon Pesach, the first Pesach, of course, he's not allowed to bring a second carbon Pesach. So it's only if you missed it in the first Pesach. That even if the first Pesach he didn't bring the carbon deliberately, knowingly, he's still permitted to bring a carbon, he should bring a carbon the second Pesach. And that would, of course, take away the obligation, the, uh, the penalty of Karis. So therefore, in the end, even according to, uh, to Rabbi, it still is about making up the lost Pesach, the lost carbon that wasn't done by Pesach Rishon, because if you did, there's no need for Pesach Sheni at all. So it is still about bringing the carbon that was missed on Pesach Rishon. And in fact, how did the whole Pesach Sheni start? That's how it started the first time. The reason that the mitzvah Pesach Sheni was in order to fix the ones who, the people that had not had the opportunity to bring the Korban Pesach on the first Pesach. That's how the whole mitzvah came about. So that the people that became Tomei um, will not lose out the opportunity to bring the carbon, as they put it. Is and to that came the command of Hashem: Ish, Ish, That if there's any person that will be Tommy, or in a distant place, then he has the opportunity to bring the carbon Pesach on the 14th of year of the second month. So that's how it all came about because they missed. The, the first carbon. So therefore, simply put, it isn't really that big of a question because in the end, even according to Rebbe, only if you miss the first Pesach do you bring a, pay, a carbon on the second Pesach. So then what is the meaning of Regu B'Fnei who what does it mean that according to Rabbi the Pesach Sheni is a separate an, an independent Yom Tev is Be'iker its main meaning is what it means is that just for missing the carbon on Pesach Sheni one could be Chayev Karas that's what it means what does that mean what's the case in which somebody would be high of chorus for missing it on Pesach Sheni. Somebody who, by no fault of his own, was not able to bring a carbon on the first carbon Pesach. So therefore, he wouldn't be high of chorus for having missed that one, because that was no fault of his own. You can't punish somebody for something that it wasn't his fault. So then he has the opportunity to bring it on Pesach Sheni. But on Pesach Sheni, he deliberately didn't bring it, knowingly didn't bring it, bemaze it. He's Chayef Koros for that too. Because the first one, he's not Chayef Koros because it's not his fault. But he can be Chayef Koros for missing it only on the Pesach Sheni. Even though he wouldn't be Chayef Koros for missing it on the Pesach Rishon. That's what Rebbe means 
that it's a regal bifnayatsmay that you could be high of colours only at fault, only if you're only at fault for missing the carbon pesach sheni. But as to the uh, the concept of pesach sheni, it's because it was missed in the pesach rishon, so therefore it still fits with what the Friediger ever said. This is but still the question remains. for this reason, was regal bifnayatsmay who. That that uh, that pesach sheni is considered a separate yomtiv hal toch rebbe and as I pass in the Rambam, therefore rebbe is of the opinion, and that's how the pass the Rambam actually gives the ruling. As oich gershin is garbage shnei psachim, that if there was a somebody who became converted between the two pesachs, or a child that became bar mitzvah between the two pesachs, chayiv lasses pesach sheni, he has to make a pesach sheni. Even though he had no obligation to make the first carbon pesach because he wasn't an adult or he wasn't even Jewish, so he had no uh, obligation. The only um, when pesach sheni, so that you would think that pesach sheni, you don't have to make up anything. You didn't do anything wrong. You weren't supposed to bring a carbon pesach on pesach rishon, so there's no need to bring a carbon pesach on pesach sheni, which is indeed the uh, opinion of the other two opinions that it what that is Tashlumin or Takanta. But according to Rabbi that he says a pace, uh, that it's a separate Yomtiv and not dependent on the first Pesach. Therefore when Pesach Sheni comes along and you didn't bring a carbon Pesach on the first Pesach, even though you weren't supposed to, now you have your opportunity. Now bring your carbon Pesach. And he says that that's what has to be done. So how could you say about this child or this ger? How does it pertain to this child or to this ger that he's making up something that he he missed? He didn't miss anything. They had no obligation on Pesach Rishon. So they missed nothing on Pesach Rishon. So they're not making up anything on Pesach, uh, on Pesach Sheni. So what does it mean, what the Friedrich Rebbe says, that it's, it's never too late, you can always fix what you missed. They didn't miss anything. Gimel. As pertains to the child that became a mitzvah between the two, the two Pesachs, Vashayev lasts Pesach Sheni. That according to Rebbe, the Rambam Paskins like that, he has to make a, he has to bring a karma pesach sheni. V is, V is in them mudgish the inyan as a sees nishtokin fafaun. In regards to how does that emphasize that it's, it's never too late. You can always make it up. Yes, Levar, this could be explained. In regards to a child, we can explain the relationship between what the Friediger Rebbe said to his situation. But doichik al kapanim at least. Uh, it's not a smooth explanation, but it does work. Since a child, even before Bar Mitzvah, can be included into the group of the Pesach Rishon, of the Karben Pesach. And we, it's even a, an opinion in the Gemara, which the final ruling in the Gemara is that it's not the Raisa. But, but it leaves open the, the possibility that it could be the which means that what the Pasuk says, sell the base of us, that a, a lamb for a family. So, in other words, that the whole family can be included into the Karben Pesach. 
So the Gemara leaves the, uh, uh, sort of alludes to the possibility that it could even be the Raisa that this is permitted that a child should be included in the carbon Pesach, even the Raisa. Unnoch meri so the Rambam paskendoch. The Rambam gives the ruling as im shachtu olav even cotton that if they shechted a carbon Pesach, they included him into the group. Barishin patuf Pesach sheni. That if he was included in a group in Pesach Rishin while he was a child, and now he grew up and became a mitzvah between the first Pesach and the second Pesach, when the second Pesach comes along, he doesn't have to bring a carbon Pesach because he was already included in the first one. So we see that he is included and he is part of the carbon Pesach, even as a child. So we see that even as a child, he does have a connection to the carbon Pesach. So therefore, in the case where they did not include him into a, a group in the first Pesach, and he became a mitzvah between the two Pesachs, is the is their chayiv lasses Pesach sheni ameim for tashlumin. So the fact that he has to make, bring a korban Pesach on Pesach sheni is somewhat a makeup for the fact that he wasn't part of a korban in the first Pesach, because he does have a connection. He could have been included. Binyone is as in shtok of a fallen, and therefore the message still is that it's never too late. You can be included in the second Pesach from Pesach Rishon. Um, so the the fafaun is the the tashlumin. He's making up the fact that he wasn't part of the pesach rishon because if if he had been part of it, there would be no need to bring a pesach sheni, a carbon on pesach sheni. So therefore, we see that it is a makeup for the first pesach in regards to the child. But when it comes to a convert that became Jewish in between the two Pesachs, before he was Jewish, he has no connection to Pesach Rishon at all. You can't include him into a carbon Pesach when, if he's not Jewish. You're not allowed to. So how does it apply to him that there is no, it's never too late? He could make it up. He's not making up anything. He had no connection to it before. He didn't miss anything, and therefore there's nothing that he's making up. So perhaps the explanation is, as that to the contrary, that the opinion of Rebbe that it's a separate, independent yontif, actually expresses even more that the the idea, the message that it's never too late, even more so than the opinions that the second Pesach is a makeup for the first Pesach, whether it's Takanto or whether it's Tashlumin, as discussed before, but it's a makeup. How is that? According to the opinion that it's a makeup of the first Pesach, is that Ikez man hakrobasa Pesach was man Pesach Rishon Yudalud Nissen. When is the main time? What's the correct time for the time? Let's call it the time for bringing a carbon Pesach is Yudalud Nissen, the first Pesach. Nor meken mashlun zaydem mesakin zaydem chiyuv. But if you missed it, doing it in its time. So then you you have a makeup. You can do it also a month later. 
you can make up, you have an obligation to bring a carbon Pesach. When is that obligation? On Yudalad Nisan. If you missed it then, so then you have a make-up time that you can now make up that which was supposed to be done on Pesach Rishon, you could do it a month later. The Torah hat abenisht gegeb noch asman Pesach. But the Torah doesn't create a new time for make, doing the carbon Pesach. The time for doing the carbon Pesach is Yudalad Nisan. You miss that, you get another opportunity to do it. But the time for making the carbon Pesach is Yudalad Nisan. Yudalad Iyar is merely a time that you can fulfill what you were supposed to do then. But according to the opinion of Rabbi, and as is seen from the words that he uses, that it's a yomtiv unto itself. It doesn't say it's a carbon unto itself. It says it's a yomtiv. In other words, the time frame of Yud Dalad Iyar is a yomtiv. What that says is that the Torah gave, in addition to Yudalad Nisan, as a time to do a Karm Pesach, gave another day in which he created another Yom Tev. So now there is a new day in which Karm Pesach can be done. Zman bi Yudalad Iyar, there's a new time, which is on Yudalad Iyar, Eifakravus Pesach, for uh, bringing the Karm Pesach. It's an independent time, it's not the, merely the makeup of Yudalad Nisan, it is its own period for bringing a carbon. Pesach. Then it is makrib and Pesach by Yudaladir, when a Yid brings a carbon Pesach on Yudaladir, is as by Safat, so Mashim Zain Dosaserot, Fafelt Akrovas Pesach Rishin. So in addition to what, that it, make, it f- fixes what he missed in, carbon, in Pesach Rishin, that he missed bringing the carbon then, in addition to that, it's oich b'fnei atzma kravus Pesach. It's a yomtiv unto itself. It's the pra, it's the time to bring the carbon on Yudal of Nisan. It's an uh, it's an appropriate time. It's a time created for the purpose of bringing the carbon Pesach. Yudal adir is manoy fina kravus Pesach. Yudal adir is the proper time to bring a carbon Pesach. Moya from Pesach the yomtiv the the time frame in which a carbon Pesach should be brought. So it's not merely a makeup, it's a new time created by the Torah for bringing the carbon Pesach. Thus haste, in other words, that Ladas Rebbe is Memachuyu Bepesach Shein and Nishvail Lefem is Giblib Machiv Karben Pesach Fun Yudalad Nisan. It's not just that, according to Rebbe, it's not just that on Yudalad Iyar you have to bring a carbon Pesach, Pesach because you still have upon you the obligation that you had on Pesach Rishon and Yudalad Nisan to bring a carbon Pesach and you didn't dispense with that obligation so now you have an opportunity to dispense with that obligation the thing you were supposed to do on, carbon, on uh, Yudalad Nisan which is the opinion of the ones that say that Pesach Sheni is a makeup for Pesach Rishon but according to Rebbe, it's different. Nor while rather the reason is Yudalad Iyar is asman was in is a mechayev lahakrim korban pesach. Yudalad Iyar brings its new obligation to bring a korban pesach. Oyberet nishmagiv when Yudalad Nisan. Of course, only if he didn't bring a korban pesach in Yudalad Nisan. 
And the reason why, if he already brought a carbon Pesach, the first on Yudalad Nisan, he doesn't have to bring another one on Pesach Sheini, is it's for the obvious reason, because with the celebration of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim that comes on Pesach, there is only an obligation once to bring a carbon. There's only one carbon associated with it. If you brought it already, there's no need to bring it again. There's no, you're not allowed to bring it again. But, but the time frame comes anew in Pesach Sheini, according to Rabbi. Ubemele, and therefore, once we understand this, is Dosos Pesach Sheini in Yonai, is, uh, so therefore, the reason that Pesach Sheini, the, its message, its, uh, the, what it is, is as in Shtokin Fafaun, it delivers the message that there is ne- it's never too late, is the Kavana in them, Nishnor as men ken almo farichten. It's not only that you can always fix fix the problem. Azagvos felt something that you missed is a mamala beklolus, and that usually when you fix a problem, you fix it so to speak, in a general way. Maybe you don't get every detail; you only fix it in general in a general way, but you don't always get to fix it in every detail. Nor, but rather, according to Rebbe, you're fixing it in every single way. You miss nothing by bringing it on Pesach Sheini. Because if you go according to the opinions that you're, that you're making up what you missed in Pesach Rishon, so then you fix it that you brought a carbon, but you didn't bring a carbon in the proper time to bring a carbon. But Pesach. But according to Rebbe, since there is a new time to bring a carbon, meaning the Torah created a time, a yomtiv to bring the carbon Pesach. So when you fix the, pro, the the missed opportunity from Pesach Rishon, you are fixing it in a way that you brought it in the proper time for bringing the carbon Pesach. So it, according to Rebbe, it bring it fixes it even more. The nishtakim fafaun. You can always make it up as even more bishlemas, even more perfect than according to the other two opinions that it's merely a makeup. So based on this, we can now understand also in regards to a, a ger that was became Jewish between the first pesach and the second pesach or a child that became uh, an adult. As does was chayovim lasses pesach sheni that this that they are obligated to do a pesach sheni chod they have nish gefelt they have nish gefelt asiyas pesach rishon even though they're not missing the fact that they missed they didn't do it on pesach rishon because they weren't supposed to. Mibal dober inyoni is nishnor if mashlun zaynas achosa beover, but since pesach sheni is not just to make up what was missed before. Because you were supposed to and you didn't. It's not just about that. But rather, it brings with it a new obligation to bring a carbon, a carbon Pesach, on Pesach Sheni. This has an independent status as a Yom Tev, but of course only if you didn't bring it. But even if you had no need to bring it, you still have a Chiyav to bring it now. Like in the case of the child or the Iger. Ger. So this is also connected to this child or, or ger. 
Weil in dem Matzah, was ich stehe, because now, when Pesach Sheni arrives, with its new status of a Yom Tif, in which a Korban Pesach needs to be brought, now they are Mechoyev. So now they are connected to it. Now they are obligated to do it. Hey, Based on this, we can now say, as Das Rebbe is Pesach Sheni Tashlumin, that even according to Rebbe, also Pesach Sheni can be called Tashlumin, even though he considers it to be an independent Yantav. In the Mloshin Tashlumin is not in Dot Pirushim, because in the meaning of the word Tashlumin, there are two meanings to that word. Number one is Mashlun Zainachasarim, to make up that which was lacking. Number two, Shleimus. The word Tashlumen means perfection, bringing something to a new perfection. Chachas Balav Hachi felt garnish in the Zach, even though, even without this new perfection, there's nothing lacking, the thing is fine the way it is, but you can always bring it to a new perfection. Kumt Abertzu Shleimus in the Zach, Dorda But by adding this new element, you bring it to a new and higher perfection, even though there was nothing lacking before either. And there are a few examples of what it means that something could be brought to a new perfection even though it wasn't lacking anything to begin with. As we find in regards to the definition of a whole year. When we say the, the term a whole year, which has relevance in certain halachas, like if somebody took a vow that he won't do something for a whole year. So there is a year, and then there is a whole year. What does the whole year add to the to the term year? The Gemara Zok das Tmima is lahaviyas achedusha ibur. That if somebody says Tmima a whole year, he's also adding in that if it's a leap year, it has an additional month of other. So he means to include also that additional month of other. If a person says, "I won't do so and so for a year," so then it means twelve months. If he says for the whole year, it means, if it's a leap year, it means it also includes 13 months. He can't do it for the full 13 months. Even though the word shana means 12 months, it means a year, and that's, that is a correct definition of the term year. As felt there's nothing missing in the word year if you define it as 12 months. But if you say Tmima, it gives it a new perfection, a new element, which is, you now include also the 13th month. So the year was, the word year was fine without adding the 13th month. When you give it a new perfection, Tmima, then it means, uh, you have to add the 13th month now. Well, that is another, uh, another example. Tzokmen ba'avaydu ba'avaysamikdash. Asuzda'an avaydash e'inatama. In regards to the different types of Avaida that occur in the Beis Amigdash in regards to Karbonus, there is something, uh, a concept that is called, that there is an Avaida which is called, a, an Avaida which is not the final, the complete Avaida, which means the final Avaida on this, in this series. If there is another Avaida which must come after this Avaida, in other words, it's one of a series of Avaidas, but it's not the final one. So then it's not called the Avaidatama, the final, the complete Avaida, the completing Avaida. For instance, 
when somebody shechts a carbon, or when he's receiving the blood in, into the bowl of that carbon, or he's transporting the blood from the place where they shechted it to the mezbeach in order to sprinkle it on the mezbeach. So each one of those shechita, kabbalah, and halach are all they're all avodas. They're all critical avodas. But only the zrika, the sprinkling of the blood on the mezbeach, completes the series. That's called an avodah tama. The three before are not called avodah tama. Avodah tama is an avodah which completes and therefore brings closure, closes the series of avodahs which we, we were dealing with. Like for instance, sprinkling the blood, that is called avodah tama. That's the final avodah of the series from shechita till zrika. Haktara, the burning of the the parts that have to be burnt on the mizbeach. That's the final avodah. There's nothing to do after that. And the suchamayim or the pouring of the water, it's a one of, and that's when you pour it. That's the end of the avodah. Those are called avodah tama. So now we've explained what avodah tama is. What is the me, what is the result of avodah tama? If it's an Aveda which is not Tama, like let's say the Shechita or the Hailacha, uh, there's nothing wrong with that Aveda. That Aveda was done perfectly and it qualified as a perfect Aveda of what it is, the Shechita. Ziz was done properly. It's not called Aveda Tama. Vile Yeshachra Aveda, because there is another Aveda which comes in the series. Undi Aveda Shalachra is Gemerism Tamemes Zadavar. And it's only that later, that final Aveda, which is what completes the series. Zi is Gemerumashlam the Aveda Kedemis. So that Aveda now completes the series, which means it completes every step of that series. So when you sprinkle the blood on the Mizbeach, it now completes the Shechita. When you sprinkle the blood on the Zayach, it completes the Heilacha, the Kabbalah, the Heilacha. It completes every part of that series which it completes. So it perfects, it brings to a new perfection every part of that series. Vos the Riber, and that's why the Halacha is, as by the Avedis HaKedmais, by the earlier Avedis, which are not the ones that complete the series. Even though it still remains true that someone who is not a Kayan is not allowed to do any of those Avedas. But if, let's say, a Yisrael, a non-Kayan, went ahead and shecht, uh, uh, received the blood from the carbon, which is strictly prohibited. And when, when it says that a Zor HaKarev Yumas, somebody who is a non-Kayan that uh, approaches to do the Aveda, he shall die. It's Misa Bideshamayim. However, Chi of Misa only applies to the Aveda Tama, only to the concluding Aveda, like let's say the sprinkling on the Mizbeach, sprinkling on the Mizbeach, or burning on the Mizbeach, that which is considered Aveda Tama, the perfect concluding Aveda. But if he did Kabbalah, it's prohibited, but he's not Chi of Misa. So we see again that there is an Aveda which is a perfect Aveda and everything was done properly and there's nothing missing from this Aveda. But it only becomes, it reaches a new level of perfection, of Shlemus. Once the Tama, the, the final Aveda is done, that's when it reaches a new Shlemus.
Das is eigentlich ein von den zwei Inyanen, was wir gefunden bei Tzedakah. This can also, in a certain way, we can say that it applies similarly to the two categories of in the laws of Tzedakah that we find. Dei machseire Hashem atem etzuva alav lefarnesei. The Pasuk says, Dei machseire, whatever his needs are, whatever he's lacking, you should make up, in Tzedakah you should make up whatever he's lacking. Uh, so we learn from there, Atamatsubalfarnasai, you are commanded to support him. Khulu. Asher Yechsarloi, that what is what is missing, the title contains Daimachsaira Asher Yechsarloi, that whatever anything that is missing, Afilu Suslirkov Olov, even if what he's lacking is a horse to ride. In those days not everybody had a horse. Um, he needs a, he has, is accustomed to riding a horse he needs a horse the avid lotus of fun of even this is the kind of guy that used to have a servant that would announce his arrival you know blow the trumpet so and so is coming if that's what he's accustomed to that becomes a need to him and therefore even that should be supplied to him from stocker so these are in the category of something that he's lacking he's missing if he doesn't have it and then there is laashray what, what about giving him things which he, to, that make him wealthy? Meaning, what is the definition of wealthy? It's not something that he needs. It's not something that he's missing. It's nice to have, but it's not something that he feels that he, that he would be missing. So there, the halacha is that you're not commanded to, give, to do that, but it would still be considered, you helped the guy out, you made, him, you made his life better. So this is a, there's two separate categories. That which he's lacking... And then there is, on top of that, something which is not lacking, but it's nice to have. So there is no obligation to give it to him, but it's still considered stalker. Even though it's not something that is lacking. So that would be a new additional shleimus, which is not really something that makes up something that he was lacking. <clears throat> so therefore, according to Rebbe, there is also tashlumin. Tashlumin means you bring it to a new perfection. So based on this explanation, we could say, When we say that the second Pesach is not a Tashlumen for the first Yom Tev, for the first Pesach, but it's, all, it's a separate, independent Yom Tev, that it's not the kind of Tashlumen which is there to make up something that was lacking. Not regel b'fnei but rather it is a yom tavan to itself. Tizachvet uvgitam b'shleimus. It is the kind of tashlumin which doesn't make up something which is lacking, but it brings a new perfection to the matter. And in them, zin is eich bagershin is gayer don inu tashlumin. And in this sense, even by a ger who lacks nothing because he wasn't supposed to bring a carbon of pesach rishon. But by bringing a carbon Pesach on the second Pesach, it brings him to a new perfection. Even though by Pesach Rishon, not only wasn't he supposed to, but he wasn't even permitted to bring a carbon then. His Nishtokin Fafaun still applies the, the dictum that it's never too late. Meaning to say, he can reach a new perfection he too got to bring a carbon Pesach. He didn't have the obligation to bring a carbon Pesach then, so he lacked nothing. But being able to bring the carbon Pesach, that is a new 
Shleimus, that is a new perfection that he now got to experience because of Pesach Sheini. And this becomes even more, it works so much better according to what we know from the Chidot. That he says, Baloshin Gershin is Geir. He points out that the Gemara says, Gershin is Geir, a convert that became converted. Nish Goishin is Geir. He asks, why doesn't it say, a Goy that converted? Vimezokt Evich and Nishtachre, like the other expressions in the Gemara that say, a slave that became freed, or cotton shehigdil, a child that became an adult. So you don't say an adult that became an adult. Here you're saying a ger that became a, a ger. He wasn't a ger yet if before he converted. So it should say a goy that converted. As is a well-known question. And the answer that he, <coughs> he gives is because even before he became a ger, the poil, even before he went through with the actual geras, is a shayna ger. He already is in potential a ger. Because even as he is a guy, he, he has a spark in him from a holy neshama, which needs to be allowed to completely permeate him until he gets a gatus. It doesn't become a fully a full fledged neshama kedusha, but it already has the spark. Nor begili is the given, but it only comes out and it only blossoms. Let's call it when he goes through with the conversion. Kumtois, so in other words, so in other words, even as he is a guy, he still already has the potential as a ger because he has the spark of that neshama within him. Kumtois has oich Pesach Rishon, so then according to this, even in uh, during the first Pesach, when he was still a guy, but he was already a ger, a potential ger, which he always is, is Ba'em given Pesach. There was already somewhat of a connection to Pesach. On Pesach Sheni is Tashlumin, Meloshan Shleimus, and the Shaykhus Zainat on Pesach Rishon. And the second Pesach gives him the opportunity to finalize that connection that he already had, even when he was a Goy, even before he became a full fledged Ger, he had already somewhat of a Shaykhus. On Pesach Sheni, he gets to perfect that connection to Pesach, to Pesach through the Pesach Sheni. Zion, to understand it on a deeper level. Since both of these interpretations of the word Tashlumin are on the same word, the one that it means making up something that you missed and the one bringing it to a new perfection, is moving Tashlumin, so then it's understood that since they're both part of the same word, that they are connected to each other. Even the meaning of Tashlumen as reaching a new perfection also has connection to the fact, to the other interpretation, which is that there was something missing. As as that you're fulfilling that which was missing. What's the explanation of the relationship between these two meanings of the word Tashlumen? The explanation. Since there is the potential, the, the possibility that one can reach a new perfection more than he had before. 
as long as you haven't reached that new perfection, since we know now that it's possible that you should reach it, so then as long as you don't reach the new perfection, you're missing. The Shleimus together from the Gansen this new perfection becomes the, the idea now becomes that you're fixing you're completing that which you could have reached so in other words the fact that just because before everything was fine but because you have a, a, the potential to make it even better so when you make it better when you finally make it better it means you fixed you completed that which you could have reached. So in other words, as long as you don't reach the new perfection, you're missing that which there is the possibility for reaching a new perfection. That as, it's, uh, as in the example that we said before, as it would be in, this, in the, the matter of material needs. That when somebody is given... Uh, a wealthy lifestyle is so after he has had it and he became accustomed to it now it's not considered anymore a wealthy lifestyle now it's his basic lifestyle that's the lifestyle that he's accustomed to but the Torah considers it now something that he is lacking in other words the uh, like this guy that is accustomed to having somebody announce his arrival that becomes to him something that he's lacking because that's what he's accustomed to so now he's lacking it so we see from this that there is the possibility that something which is merely a perfection to some is really can really be considered something that is lacking and that could be to you too you have the ability to reach that so as long as you don't have it it's something you're missing. And one could say that, in, spiritually speaking, which means, in your own mind, the way your mind works, or in the way your soul, your nefesh works, just like we see it clearly in the Torah, that after you had it, and you became accustomed to it, it's now something that you're lacking the same could be said that when somebody has a dream this is what he wants this is what his goal is this is what he's living for he wants to reach that level of wealth but he never reached it since the rule is that where a person's mind is where his desire is that's where he is. That's, he lives in where he wants to be. So since he's a person that wants to make a million before he's 30. So since that's what his whole dream in life is, and that's where he is, and that's what he's working for. So to him, it's already, he's missing that. He needs to get there. It's something that he needs, and he's missing. He's lacking it, as long as he doesn't have it even though he never had it. And when he finally makes that million, which was, has been his dream, it's like finally the thing that he was lacking, that thing that was missing in his life, he finally has it. He's now fulfilling that which, which we, he was missing. 
He needed it. He lacked it. And now he has it. So even though he never had it, just by the fact that he's able to have it, just by the fact that he wants to have it, that he lives to have it, it's already something that is lacking to him. However, when it comes to the mitzvah of so we say, to Hashem, Hashem knows what's going on. So Hashem knows that to this guy, he, the 50 people that are going to be running before him in his entourage, he's going to have 50 people in his entourage, because he wants it so much, so Hashem knows that this is already something that he really needs and, and he needs to have it. It's something lacking. But when we look at it, this person down here in the real world, but Gashmias is is In Gashmias, since we live in the material world in which we cannot see into somebody's heart. So when the Rav is asked the question, should the Tzedakah Fund give this guy money to pay a, an entourage of 50 people? The, the, the Rav says, I have to look at the reality as I see it. Down here in this world and in actual Allah. Then how would the Rabbi be able to make the determination, the determination that this is really something that he lacks and therefore the Tzedakah Fund should supply it he would have to say did he have to ever have an entourage of 50 people so if the answer is yes this is for the years already he's been living that way so then he would say well then he, we have to supply it to him but if they say, no, he never had it, but he really wants it, the Rav would say, no, we don't have to supply it then. Because the Rav is not Hashem. He doesn't see what's really going on. But in the guy's mind, that's, a really some, that's already something which is lacking to him. Ches. So now, So in regards to this Ger, who became a Ger between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, since even before he actually had his gerus, he already has the status of a potential ger, as we said before. He already has, even while he is a goy, a spark of a holy neshama. Is chotz has Is even though. To say in a in a way that it's obvious, in a way that it can be seen by people, that only happens once he goes through the actual gerus. At that point, we already know that in his potential, in his mind, in his desire, in what we said before about the guy that lives for something. He already had it then. He already had the connection to mitzvahs then. So it comes out that not only is he reaching a new perfection because he, just by uh, you know, doing it on Pesach Sheni, he gets a new thing. He now had an opportunity to bring a carbon Pesach. But it was not something that he was lacking because he had no obligation to do it then. So now we understand that it's not so. Nor does his eich mashlem is a chaser, but in fact that is also making up a something that he was lacking because v'al mitzad neshama atem gefelt in a karbas a pesel be pesach rishon because 
in his soul, within him, even though it wasn't yet obvious, but within him there was already a need that he wanted to be able to bring a carbon Pesach, because his neshama already wanted it and had a connection to it. And now when he has the opportunity to bring the carbon Pesach Sheni, he makes, not only is he reaching a new perfection, but he's also fulfilling a need which he had. Which brings together the two explanations of Tashlumin, perfection and fulfilling a need. Tess. What is the lesson of all this? for each and every one of us in our personal Avedah, it teaches us how much we have to be involved with spreading Torah and Yiddishkeit, especially spreading the word Echsidus. Because somebody could have the thought. Of course, it's very important work. But the fact that you're going to teach somebody else you're going to spread chesidus and so on. That is, oh, that's not something that I am missing within my life. It's just an additional mitzvah, something more to the add to my perfection and so on. It's something I reach a new, a new height in my avodas Hashem when I do it. But it's not something that is a chiyuv and so on. Vos is in them. But why is it so essential that I must do it? Why is there such a rush? I have to do it now. I'll do it, uh, you know, sometime in the future. I'll get involved in that too. So the answer to this is, that it's possible that a thing that you think is merely something that is, brings you to a new perfection, but it isn't something that you're lacking, that you have a need for, it's possible that in truth it's something that you do have a need for and there is a lack in your life if you don't do it in them in them in this thing is dependent it's something which is essential to your and this speaks to the essence of your soul this is what you, your soul is all about. How? What does this mean? Be the Torah from Balshemtiv, based on the Torah of the Balshemtiv, that a Kadosh Baruch Hu shikter up a neshama ibder velt, that the Hashem sends a neshama into this world, a lab zibitzik or the achzik yarn that it leaves lives here for seventy or eighty years. But the tachlus agavonim from the shlichus is, and that the ultimate purpose of that coming down for 60, 70 or 80 years is to turn Eden is just to do one yid, one favor. In Gashmir's Bechlau, whether it is in Gashmir's and Ruchni's Befrat, and especially in a spiritual favor. That's what the Baal Shem Tev taught. Ken Zayin, so therefore it's quite possible. That this favor that you have to do for this particular Jew, and on this particular day, and you can't delay it till tomorrow, it has to be done today, is the tachlis from Zainashamas Arupkan of Develt. That is actually the purpose, the ultimate purpose of why you were born and why you lived in this world for six, seventy or eighty years. And if you missed this opportunity, it's not just that you missed the opportunity to reach a new high, a new perfection. 
what you missed is fulfilling the purpose of your neshama coming to this world and since none of us really knows what is happening in our lives we don't know what's, hap- what's important and what's not we don't know which is the actual most important act that we do for which our neshama came to this world so our involvement in spreading Yiddishkeit has to be in a way you grab any opportunity it comes along you grab it since you had the opportunity make sure that you take advantage of the opportunity and through this talking about perfection we reach the the perfect one in the Beda Taichin for Shlema, and it has also both meanings of Shlema, as Venanishlamalakhasanis First of all, it fulfills all those things which are lacking because of the Golas. And it also brings to a new perfection to the world. Even higher than the world was in its state of perfection when it was created, before the Echetei Tzadas. As the Pasuk says, as the Medr says that Eila Toilus, that the Shemayim Va'aretz, that the world was created in, with a, in a perfect state, with everything in it. So it already had perfection, but we bring it to a new Shleimus, even more than in its time of creation. And as Eila Toilus Peretz Mole, as the Toilus Peretz, it says, Peretz from whom Mashiach comes, is Mole. Meaning that the, the idea of Mole Shlemus brings also is a reference to Mashiach, the perfection that comes out through Mashiach, of Rambam. And as the Rambam says, at that time when Mashiach comes, there will be no hunger and no war and no jealousy and no competition. Why does that mean Shlemus? Because why is there no competition or or war or anything because nobody needs anything nobody's lacking anything so what do you need to fight with anyone for what's there to be jealous of so there's nothing lacking because there will be so much good that will be come, come flowing that nobody has any need there's no nothing to fulfill and that the, everybody will busy, be busy with only one thing which is the knowledge of Hashem which is the Shleimus Mamash that's the apps, that's the real Shleimus there will be no lack and there will be Shleimus that the world lives only in the study of Hashem and this should be because of Mamash Vyas Mashiach Sitkenum Hey Mamash.